listen to the Black Guy Who Tips podcast because Rod and Karen are hot. Ever since you was a peewee down by my knee with a wee wee, we've been coochie cool all through school. You and me, G, back in the days we play practical jokes on everybody smoke with they lokes and they yokes on all through high school girls by the dozens saying that we cousins knowing that we wasn't but like the old saying goes time goes on and everybody grows grew apart had to start when our own wage chose the dope game my microphone pays in many ways we were paid in the old days so far away from the craze with the ak's and though i've been around clowning with the underground i'm still down with my homies from the hometown and if you need need anything at all i drop it off for y'all if my homies call hey welcome to the blackout test podcast your host rod and karen we're in the house on a monday mm-hmm. monday uh after the oscars yes sir after walking dead mm-hmm. um i don't know what else happened after all that stuff that happened on sunday um of course there's a blackout test you can find us on itunes and stitcher just search the black guy who tips will come up leave us five star views on itunes and stitcher and we'll read them on the show as long as they're nice um the official weapon of the show is okay so an unofficial sport it's bullet ball and bullet ball extreme and today's uh episode is brought to oh wait today also marks day 439 for bobby smarter okay can't forget about that free bobby um but today's podcast is sponsored by tweakedaudio.com that's right tweaked audio is the maker of fine earbuds they go right inside your ear everybody that listens to podcasts probably listens on headphones i'm assuming yeah. um most of you guys listen on headphones and you know you you want to be comfortable listening to headphones you want reliable headphones uh you want headphones that don't break every five seconds um tweaked audio makes great headphones for that but just in case they do break because hey in every life a little rain must fall right well uh if they do break tweaked audio's got your back man uh they have a lifetime warranty for their hair uh headphones that you can send it in and get a brand new pair um and if it's broken by something that you know violates the warranty they're giving people half off of a new pair like what the hell i don't know how they're making money i'm assuming it's some sort of drug laundering scheme but it doesn't matter (laughs) you need to take advantage while you can if you use code tbgwt not only do you get those headphones and that lifetime guarantee but you also get 33 percent off of the price plus free shipping so what are you waiting for you should have already done this years ago but now is the time for some of you guys tax turn back boom hurry up and do this all right guys so uh make sure you guys go to tweakedaudio.com and use code tbgwt all right uh all kinds of stuff has been happening uh i guess the the big news is uh you know the oscars um everybody was really excited about it uh, i know um no black people was watching but you know what's funny though i did see some black people watching yeah there was some people watching i appreciate all the people letting them watch without like bothering them yeah yeah they were because people was like i got other shit to do if you want to watch that's cool i'm not gonna stop you from watching yeah but you know like i'm glad that i think people were whether they want to admit it or not a lot of people were worried that it was going to turn into like people jumping on their timelines and shit being like hey man we're boycotting and you want to talk about you know that shit yeah i seen people i'll just let them go on the timeline yeah so i seen some people um you know still watching it i'm not gonna say any of y'all's names okay <laughs> you know, I, I get it 
you know i get it guys but um yeah so i saw some people tweeting in and, and watching and stuff and uh good for y'all guys mm-hmm. um i did not watch it myself i watched walking dead and i watched talking dead then i went to bed yep uh but a lot of people did uh i was curious to hear chris rock's monologue i've heard a lot about it but i haven't heard the actual monologue oh me either i've kind i don't i don't know what to think because i haven't really heard it yeah i've heard good and bad me too uh so i guess we can decide for ourselves um i think they have it on the oscars website and you can just like go listen to it um see if it'll please welcome your host chris rock Oh shit! He came out the public enemy. You Uncle Tom Coon sellout <laughs> son of a bitch! Fight no, the power! I'm just kidding. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> hey yo! Thank you, thank you, thank you! Woo! Man, I, I counted at least 15 black people on that montage. <laughs> Well, I'm here at the Academy Awards, uh, otherwise known as the uh, Wild's Choice Awards. Uh, You realize, if they nominated host, I wouldn't even get this job. (laughs) So y'all be watching Neil Patrick Harris right now. But here's the crazy thing. This this is is the wildest, craziest Oscars to ever host because we got all this this controversy, there's no, no black nominees, you know? And people are like, Chris, you should boycott. Chris, you should quit. You should quit. You know, how, how come there's only unemployed people that tell you to quit something? You know? <laughs> 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 no one with a job ever tells you to quit. So I, I thought about quitting. I thought about it real hard. But I realized they're going to have the Oscars anyway. They're not going to cancel the Oscars because I quit, you know? And the last thing I need is to lose another job to Kevin Hart, okay? (laughs) (laughs) I don't need that. (laughs) Kev, Kev right there. Kev make movies fast. (laughs) Every month. (laughs) Porno stars don't make movies that fast. (laughs) (laughs) Now, the thing is, why are we protesting... I will say this they cut the kevin hart right on cue so it's obvious you know and i'm I'm just you know uh the monologue is run through probably with a fine tooth comb of course and approved and seen by other people because Mm -hmm. um clearly that was you know pre-scripted to already know cut to kevin hart and they cut back to him both times that he referenced him with like you know like with the smoothness so um you know or like uh, for people that were probably hoping like oh he's, he's gonna just go completely in on the oscars and all this shit at this point it's like well they approve of everything that's being said probably of course you know um i right, see the, the big question why this oscars why this oscars you know it's the 88th academy awards it's the 88th academy awards which means this whole no black nominees thing has happened at least 71 other times <laughs> okay you gotta figure that it happened in the 50s in the 60s you know like you know in the 60s one of those years sydney didn't put out a movie i'm sure <laughs> i'm sure there were no black nominees some of those years say 62 or 63 
and black people did not protest. Why? Because we had real things to protest at the time. Mm. You know? And we had real things to protest. You know, it's too busy being... Now, right there, I can already see the think piece is typing up because <laughs> you basically essentially said that people protesting now as far as boycotting the actual oscars uh are doing so because there's just nothing left to protest as far mm, that's as that's not you know. true and that is definitely something that the white people in the audience probably felt relieved to hear you know what i'm saying right. like i think a lot of people were looking at chris rock like hey you're gonna skewer these white people and give them give them hell because you're in a position to do so um and i don't know i don't i don't feel like from 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 that joke right there i'm already like yeah it's not that's not what's about to happen right because white folks look real relieved like whoo yes they they do not have anything to talk about these days <laughs> but us being right. white raped and lynched to care about who won best cinematographer <laughs> when you when your grandmother's swinging from a tree it's really hard to care about best documentary foreign short but what happened this year what happened people went mad you know spike got mad and Sharpton got mad and jada went mad and will went mad everybody went mad you know it's quite like jada got mad jada says she's not coming protesting i'm like is she on a tv show jada's gonna boycott the oscars jada boycotting the oscars is like me boycotting rihanna's panties lord i wasn't invited so he took a shot directly at jack that's not good that's not gonna go well right just for like i said and then it's the optics of then them cutting to a mostly white crowd laughing laughing at this idea of like yeah these silly negroes boycotting this shit (laughs) what idiots you know right Mm, that's not good nope It's not an invitation I would turn down. Uh, but I understand, I, you know, I'm not hating. I understand you're mad. Jada's mad, her man, Will, was not nominated for concussion. I get it, I get it. Tell the truth, I get it. I get it. You get mad, she said, it's, it's not fair that Will was this good and didn't get nominated. Yeah, you're right. It's also not fair that Will was paid 20 million for Wild Wild West, okay? <laughs> okay? Things, you know, but, you know, this year the Oscars, things are going to be a little different. This thing, things are going to be a little different at the Oscars. This year, in the in memoriam package, it's just going to be black people that were shot by the cops on their way to the movies. <laughs> Took them a while to laugh at that one. Right, because that wasn't so funny. Yeah, them jokes about uh, Jada and Will, they was like, yeah, get them. Then he's like, also, black people keep getting killed in the streets. Oh, hmm. I mean, I, yeah, yeah, it's good. That's a good point. Yes, yes, I said it, all right? Hey, if you want black nominees every year, <laughs> you need to just have black categories. That's what you need. You need to have black categories. You, you already do it with men and women. Think about it. 
There's no real reason for there to be a man in a woman category in acting. It's track, it's not, come on. There's no reason. It's not track and field. <laughs> you, you don't have to separate them. You know, Robert De Niro's never said, I better slow this acting down so Meryl Streep could catch up. <laughs> no. <laughs> Not at all, man. If you want black people every year at the Oscars, just have black categories like best black friend. <laughs> oh. That's right. Oh. And the winner for the 18th year is Wanda Sykes. <laughs> <laughs> this is Wanda's 18th black Oscar. But here's the real question. The real question everybody wants to know, everybody wants to know in the world, is this Hollywood racist? Is Hollywood racist? You know, that's, that's a, that's a, you know, you gotta go at that the right way. Is it, is it burning cross racist? No. Is it fetching me some lemonade racist? No, 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 no. It's a, it's a different type of racist. Now, I remember one night I was at a fundraiser for President Obama. A lot of you were there. And, you know, it's me and all of Hollywood and all the, you know, it's all of us there. And it's about four black people there. Me, uh, let's see, uh, Quincy Jones, Russell Simmons, Questlove, you know, the usual suspects, right? <laughs> you know, and, you know, and every black actor that wasn't working. Needless to say, Kev Hart was not there, okay? <laughs> so at some point you get to take a picture with the president, you know, and as they're setting up the picture, you get like a little moment with the president. I'm like, Mr. President, you see all these writers and producers and actors? They don't hire black people. And they're the nicest white people on earth. They're liberals. Cheese. <laughs> That's right. Is Hollywood racist? You're damn right Hollywood's racist, but it ain't the racist you th that you've grown accustomed to. Hollywood is sorority racist. It's like, we like you, Rhonda, but you're not a kappa. <laughs> That's how Hollywood's, yeah? But things are changing. Things are changing. Yeah, we got a black Rocky this year. Yeah, some people call it Creed, I call it Black Rocky. And that's a big, that's, a, that's an unbelievable statement. I, I mean, because Rocky takes place in a world where white athletes are as good as black athletes. <laughs> so Rocky's a science fiction movie. <laughs> <laughs> there, there's things that happen in Star Wars that are more believable than things that happen in Rocky, okay? But hey, we're here to honor actors. We're here to honor actors. We're here to honor film, you know. But there's a lot of snubs, a lot of snubs. But one of the biggest snubs no one's talking about. My favorite actor in the world is Paul Giamatti. Paul Giamatti, I believe, is the greatest actor in the world. Think about what Paul Giamatti has done the last couple of years. Last year, he's in 12 Years a Slave, hates black people. This year, he's in Straight Outta Compton, loves black people. Last year, he's whooping Lapita. This year, he's crying at Easy es funeral. Now, that's range. <laughs> yeah, ben Affleck can't do that. But what I'm trying to say is, you know, it's not about boycott or anything. It's just we want opportunity. We want the black actors to get the same opportunities 
and the white axis. That's it. That's it. You know? Just, you know, not just once. You know, Leo gets a great part every year. And, and, you know, and, you know, everybody, you know, look, 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 you, all you guys get great parts all the time. But what about the black actors? Look at Jamie Foxx. Jamie Foxx is one of the best actors in the world, man. Jamie Foxx is. <laughs> Jamie Foxx was so good in Ray that they went to the hospital and unplugged the real Ray Charles. <laughs> It's like, we don't need two of these. (laughs) No, man. But the big thing, you know, everything's not about race, man. Another big thing tonight is you're not allowed, somebody told me this, you're not allowed to ask women what they're wearing anymore. It's the whole thing, you know, ask her more. You have to ask her more. Now, you know, it's like, you ask the men more. Hey, everything's not sexism. Everything's not racism. They ask the men more because the men are all wearing the same outfits, okay? Every guy in here is wearing the exact same thing. You know, if George Clooney showed up with a lime green tux on and a swan coming out his ass, somebody would go, what you wearing, George? (laughs) Hey, welcome to the 88th Oscars. All right. What did you think about it? It was okay. Wasn't nothing to write home about yeah i thought it was just all right um the thing is uh i felt like and this is kind of what i think i said this last week or maybe two weeks ago feels like he's at work right he's you on know? the like, clock i don't know what people feel, expect no nah, i expected more because i i feel like um and it's it's not put it this way i'm not putting it all on him because i don't think anyone i think this is just the paradox of blackness like mm-hmm expected more from black people expected more from white people expected like really to do anything but be yourself but to me it felt like he went as dangerous as you can go with that crowd and still have a career after right he submits a movie every year or two uh that he would like to get oscar consideration you know that he would like to get award consideration um he still works in that field and it felt like he was talking to people that have leverage in the field that he works in and to me that's how it came off like it's very safe you know yes um and by safe like i said i'm not saying uh i'm not saying uh i'm I'm not i would never impugn chris rock's integrity because i don't i don't even Mm-mm. I don't even get down like that, man. I really oh, no. do think he's one of the most woke motherfuckers in Hollywood, um, working, period, and one of the few people that'll actually say shit, um, you know, in interviews and stuff that, you know, a lot of black people suspect and a lot of black people think, but doesn't really get highlighted. Um, so I don't, I've seen people kind of like coming at him on that level. I think that's probably the wrong way to come at Chris Rock because, uh, he's one of the few people that i feel like has that level of integrity that doesn't say any new black shit or whatever um but to me his set sounded like he didn't want to bomb right and he didn't want to be the first comedian to be at the oscars and have the entire crowd silent because they're just like wow this guy's really roasting us good you know i think strategically the lines about jada and will and shit were set up to give people something to laugh at yeah so that you know when he does pivot towards race 
and how there's racism in hollywood they can't be like well you know he just came out and basically lectured us for 10 minutes like no i i gave y'all the same the shit that y'all want to laugh at the things that y'all found funny the things y'all all were thinking um but uh yeah i i think uh for the most part it's you know kind of it's and like i, I don't know that he could have done what i would like to see right and still have a career Mm-mm. so i'm not even gonna front on some like because a lot of people are gonna make it seem like it's very simple like would well, you come out and say this and it's like well nope. no those are his co-workers right do you do that at your job those nope. are the people that you know he would want to hire him if he wants to be in a movie those are the people that are in his social circle those are the people that make the decision on whether or not uh he gets nominated those are the people that um decide if they will be in his movies right you know so there's a lot to it where i would have i feel like i would have liked to see him go in and just kind of burn the city down (laughs) but in in all realism i that's probably just uh that that would never happen nope you know um anyway but yeah i don't know man (sighs) some of the jokes are pretty good um and i'm not even coming at it from a perspective of i don't agree with the jokes or whatever i just didn't think uh they were all that good nope i've heard better from him in my opinion yeah like even the ones where he mm, other award shows where he's went in on people i felt like he went in harder Mm -hmm. now i didn't see the rest of the show i heard he did skits uh man on the street interviews so maybe there's even more that uh i have to check out another time but i don't know man plus also he's trying to get that audience to laugh and that's the same audience that's been going around saying shit about black people and how the oscar's so white is racist and we're not racist and we're you know we're the good whites like that's the crowd he's trying to get to laugh you know and it's you know it's something i uh i say all the time when um we talk about comedians and i'm like comedians are supposed to be truth tellers and stuff and i think i grew up believing in and kind of worshiping that idea like yeah comedians are my favorite people they they tell the truth they're not scared they're brave they'll go out and say anything um but when it comes down to it when i got older as i start to know comedians i started to talk to comedians you know talk to them behind the scenes get you know some of these people are my friends right you realize that they're just working like us well, correct they have sensitive white co-workers they have conversations they can't have they have things they can't say because their co-workers do kind of control their futures to a certain extent and when when you basically <laughs> say hey this this industry is racist and you people in the room are propagating this racism there's not a nice way to say that where white people will not shut down completely you know it's just not you know it's like and if they're laughing at it um if they're if they're laughing at it then it's almost like then you didn't go hard enough and if you're not laughing at it then you're fucking up your career right so i don't know that's a very that's a big that's a big tightrope you know uh, i understand there were other jokes made but i don't know i think your opening monologue is typically your your first uh salvo and it's typically the most scathing shit is in that opening monologue and All it right. sets the tone for the rest of the show yes. so if he comes in pulling punches with the opening monologue 
then that's you know then what what is what else is there to hope for for the show you know but i mean i in, in general though my feeling is uh i'm glad he didn't end his career i mean because that's the other alternative is if he did come in here and do what i would like to see i would have been in here to the next day like yeah so that's probably the end of chris rock correct <laughs> correct right and the, the thing about it is that it's, like, it's, it's real easy to tell somebody else to quit a job yeah but he would have been in here like ben affleck on slaves i was, I was like well that go to the end of that shit um speaking of which i had a bunch of oscar news i haven't covered we might as well knock some of that out while we're at it okay um the head of the directors guild politely asked hollywood to cut the shit and make a real plan for diversity not cut the shit what happened uh following the hollywood diversity conversation um at this point uh it could be a full-time job uh paris barclay the head of the directors guild of america is already kind uh for him it already is kind of a full-time job uh and he's really tired of the lack of action in the statement barclay pointed out that the lack of color in hollywood isn't a new problem and executives keep pitching softball solutions at a gargantuan issue many times with the with the best of intentions a subject that is a symptom of this industry plague but not the root cause is targeted the academy decisions to broaden its leadership and membership and to limit voting rights for those no longer active in the industry are important actions and may lead to greater acknowledgement of the diverse films and people who make them but this alone will do little to create more choices and get more films and television made that reflect the diversity we all deserve continuing saying that for that the time for diversity numbers are awful uh type talk is done he said basically that he's done with that type of talk uh he called for executives to discard their tried and true wrongly wrong truly wrong ways of hiring their friends and friends of friends instead of spike lee suggesting during a good morning america interview last week barkley called for rules to open up the hiring process and rethink the idea of approved list only when those who control the pipeline decide to individually or jointly take concrete action will we see significant change he said so he's basically saying man it's, it's down it's, it's the casting and stuff mm-hmm. yeah so um but uh it's a good old boys network yep which is sad because he worked on um he worked on sons of anarchy and you know how i feel about the black people that <laughs> they play gangsters on that show come on clean cut fresh yeah. out fresh out of uh, uh acting school they look like actors mm-hmm. and i don't mean that in a good way nope all the white dudes look like thugs and the black people look like actors look like they just uh stepped <laughs> fresh off a of college campus i know like they just came off of off broadway right i just finished shakespeare i know <laughs> you're like um sir you're supposed to be here you're thug number three get thine hands off of me <laughs> right no 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 it's not that's like get your hands off me I, that's what i said no that's not what you said sir right i'll do it one more time hold on get thy hands off of me They're like oh god no no put the book down um uh, let's see nick cannon slams oscar so white as a distraction from black lives matter in a new spoken word rhyme video i guess he's concerned about bigger things you know maybe it's that divorce hanging over his head could be that you know mariah you know might not be breaking them off enough money i don't know um 
But um, this the same dude that was singing in what was that movie Spike Lee made? Did just that Chirac? Mm-hmm. Okay. There's also it was something else he did too. Um, what else did he do? Not the Drumline movie. He was in Drumline though, but I know, but it was something else he did. Oh, I liked. Wasn't he doing Whiteface for something? Something stupid he was doing whiteface. Oh, he made a song or something. Look what they did to Oscar. Nah, not another trophy rant. I'm talking Oscar Grant, Sandra Bland, Mike Brown, Tamir Rice, Eric Gardner, Freddie Gray. Why we trust what the news say anyway? It's blasphemous. Don't get distracted by these lottery tickets and statues. It's just fake gold and plastic. We come from pharaohs with no masters. What happened? We went from golden tombs to closed caskets. The Black Plague, they want us to catch it. Just ask Magic, Malcolm, Martin, Muhammad Ali, Bill Cosby. It's tragic. How the enemy can tear down our community and rewrite it. Did he just say Bill Cosby? What? what, How are those even connected? Just ask ask Magic. Did the white man give Magic a key? Or was it, I mean, was that a secret conspiracy? don't know magic malcolm martin cosby how did bill cosby it's tragic how the enemy can tear down our community and rewrite the history by highlighting our flaws but let he who cast the first stone constitutes the new laws nah i ain't never seen empire but my own throne what i look like begging them to he never seen empire so you know he probably probably would love a part though he got cast as first thing smoking beer when when did nick cannon go full hotel was this a thing i did not know i did not know either he was on uh last time i checked america's got talent and he is the hoest of teps on the Mm -hmm. side uh this is that what about black on black crime rap he doing listen ryan seacrest would not do some stupid shit like this no ryan seacrest is is he's like a, a white jamaican he got like 15 million jobs he he is um producing he's mm-hmm. hosting he's somewhere see this is why terrence J done slipped and took your spot dog while you was sleeping he done came right up and got your spot for the the black introducer dude you could that could have been you nick but you was trying to be woke that royalty in today home as for me and my house we'll serve the lord we crying for votes but how many of us is on the board better yet when's the last you showed up and supported the naacp awards i want what's mine not yours get my foot in i'm building my own doors hollywood mainstream don't validate me yo like hoes say save the accolades just the dough you in this show for the business or this business for the show talent and brilliance hands down man we got that so I told Chris, man, go ahead and rock that shit. You got the juice now. Fight the power. Hell yeah, I'm going to watch that ceremony where they're going to let a black man be the master for at least two hours. So don't waste your... You played this, not me. Don't waste your prayers. Saving for the thousands killed in Nigeria, Kenya, the Philippines, Syria, or right here in our urban areas, low America. Nah, now no one cares. What about my mother raising a son while working three jobs and still equating less than minimum wage? What about me being placed on medication before my system could age? What about that prison industrial system turning brothers into new slaves? Where's the outrage? Where the complaints at? Overcoming the obstacles? Definition of black. Hashtag facts. But I guess they don't make no awards for that. Real talk, real kings don't need no pats on the back. 
Who produced this, Tyrese? So we can't care about both issues. So we see the black like black lives matter or nothing. Why 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 do we always have to have a false ultimatum, man? Right. Why is it? So we can't be mad about blacks and brown people not being represented in Oscars. We can't be mad about that and black people down in the street. We can't be mad about both. Apparently not. Just stay in your lane. Right. You have a lane. Right. And where were you at the BET Awards? Do I see you there? I don't ever see them panning at you. I, what is he talking about? I don't know. I don't know. I'm so goddamn confused right now. I, just, I don't know what I what I just heard. Damn it, Nick Cannon. Uh, Oscar voter rips diversity plan. Try telling the NBA to hire more white, Latino, Chinese, or Eskimo players. Yeah. <laughs> And Somebody guess, don't know the definition. And if you guessed he looked like a bald head old white man, you would have got it right. You just got you <laughs> just got the answer. <laughs> you got a hundred points. <laughs> oh, well, I'm sure Nick Cannon agrees with him. Uh, Stephen Verona, a member of the Academy's Directors Branch, weighs in on the Oscar so white. He said, "I too am out an outraged Academy member." I've been in the Academy since I was nominated in 1972. I'm a member of the director's branch, serve on the foreign language committee. I'm one of those old white guys who was flabbergasted and then outraged when I saw the position taken by Cheryl Boone Isaacs and the board of governors. I produced as well as co-write, wrote and co-directed the Lords of Flatbush, which brought my discoveries of Sylvester Stallone and Henry Winkler, their first screen appearance long before Rocky and Fonzie. I also gave Gladys Knight her first dramatic acting role in Pipe Dreams. Hey, dog, that's a long time ago. <laughs> Come on. Who who have you had recent within the last fucking 25 years that might not be dead by now? What are we talking about, sir? You got I'm, anybody under 25? Anybody under 18 on your list? Anybody, shit, anybody under 40 on your list? I discovered uh, Abe Vigoda in 1905 coming off the boat from Italy. I said, look, little boy, you got talent. I never, never hire anyone because of their race, religion, or political beliefs. To be lumped in as a racist uh, by the likes of Spike Lee and Jada Pinkett is totally out of line. First of all, she didn't say your name. I believe talent is what should be honored. Gifted individuals who help make great movies. Try telling the NBA to hire more white, Latino, Chinese, or Eskimo basketball players and see the backlash. Uh, I have to say, I absolutely love it when someone gets indignant about being called racist and then says something racist within two sentences it happens a lot how dare you call me racist why not ask the nba to hire more hey man acting ain't ain't a vertical leap like it's it has no field goal percentage attached to it sure don't <laughs> like the depend, nba depend on what you're doing it's not that athletic like the nba draft is just a bunch of people being like you know what I don't know if he can play, but I just like the cut of his jib. Get him in the, give him a million dollars. Like there's no talent involved. He says, and by the way, why doesn't Spike Lee return his honorary Oscar if he's so incensed? If people make better movies, they will be rewarded. That's as simple as it can be. Negroes. Uh, Gina Rodriguez tells Oscars fans how they can fix the diversity problem. Latinos can help. 
uh, fix the diversity problem. Are we sure ain't this 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 is girl from the Fast and Furious series? Is that some stupid shit? No, you think about Michelle Rodriguez? Okay, Ron Rodriguez. My bad. That's racist. Um, Gina Rodriguez. <laughs> Gina Rodriguez has always been vocal about the need for diversity in Hollywood, but now the Jane, Diver- Jane the Virgin star okay, I know wants, she is. wants a little less com- conversation and a little more action when it comes to supporting actors of color. And the actress led by example Monday when she launched her new Movement Monday campaign via Instagram to highlight Latino talent in Hollywood. With all this Oscars tack talk and the lack of diversity, I decided to start a movement to speak from the perspective of a Latina American who desires to learn to see more Latinos on the screen. There are 55 million Latinos in this country, and although we all come from various backgrounds, our unity can make a movie explode at the box office or a TV show soar to the highest viewers possible. Rodriguez promised to spotlight a different Latino artist each Monday in the hopes of generating support for their work. She she asked fans to do the same on their accounts. Her first pick was fellow Golden Globe winner Oscar Isaac, who she felt had an Oscar-worthy performance in Ex Machina. The actress's reasoning behind asking fans to support Latino-centered films and TV series, she said, is because studio executives need financial incentive to greenlight more Latino projects. I'm told time and time again, Latinos don't watch Latino movies. Latinos don't support each other. And sadly, that is true. If you want to see Latinos nominated for an Oscar, we need to support one another. The industry sees the money. The excuse, the excuse can't be racism. We can make a difference in, in a very powerful way if we unite our support as one Latino community. The star is certainly not alone in her call for the support for more Latinos. On the topic of NBC's three new Latino-centered series, Telenovela, Superstore, and Shades of Blue, Eva Longoria said Latino audiences have the power to make sure these type of shows continue to be made. The thing I tell the Latino community is things aren't going to change if you don't show up, Longoria told the Huffington Post. You have to watch these shows so that networks see there's a demand for them. They have to see that there is an audience there. Okay i will say this uh one i don't mind her solution or whatever i think a lot of black people have already been down that path um Mm -hmm. it'll be interesting to see what happens when they get to the next phase with this because black people do show up for black movies yeah still a problem at the box office still a problem at the cast (laughs) racism is a problem at the end of the day she wants to say racism can't be the problem but at the end of the day racism is a problem so when these movies start selling out when these movies start making money and you don't see the change then you understand how black people feel Mm -hmm. uh not everyone gets a trophy said bristol palin and she wants black actors to be colorblind about white oscars uh abstinence advocate and baby mama bristol palin this week lashed out at black actors who have complained that the slate of nominees for this year's oscars were all white in a blog post on tuesday she agreed with fox news contributor stacy dash uh she agreed with her both on black history month and the bt network should not exist as special privileges for the black community oh that good reliable black privilege either we want to have segregation or integration if we don't have segregation then we need to get rid of channels like bet and the bet awards and the naacp image awards dash told fox news host steve Ducey last week palin praised two other black entertainers waka flocka and ice cube for sharing dash's views uh wow (laughs) ice cube that's when you know you fucking up when sarah palin's quoting you does she even know what or who a rocker flocker is i have to admit i don't know who walker flocker is that's what i'm about to say, I'm about to say she in no way 
least you know who he is or what he sings but i agree with him on this palin wrote though ice cube didn't mention stacy our name isn't it interesting how he echoed echoed her sentiments exactly we shouldn't segregate ourselves or limit black history month to one month a year i wish things were really colorblind she insisted i don't know how people think about it but i hope my son sees early on that not everyone gets it yeah sarah palin and stacy dash just want black history taught every day uh the cohen brothers a lot of people's favorite movies are cohen movies what is this yeah she's talking about now that one should be a trophy but you know what yes people do use condoms apparently she's not using those not everybody should have a condom and she clearly is uh of the belief that she opting out Mm -hmm. uh filmmakers joel and ethan cohen the cohen brothers respond to criticism about the notably white cast of the latest movie hell caesar cohen brothers are the latest in hollywood of the hollywood players who uh to let their opinions be known about the lack of diversity in front of the lens following the controversy went for a second year in a row not one single actor of color received an oscar nomination diversity is important joel cohen told the daily beast the oscars are not that important arguing that the award ceremony doesn't matter much from an economic point of view his comments came in the wake of the Academy announcing the sweeping series of substantive changes following intense criticism over the lack of racial diversity in this year's Oscars nominees. These included a commitment to double the number of women and ethnic minority members of the Academy by 2020. <clears throat> Joel and Ethan Cohen's new film, Hell Caesar, um, is a raw 1950s set backstage hollywood comedy that stars a bevy of a-list talent including george clooney scarlett Johansson, channing tatum josh brolin tilda swinton and ralph fines and notably no major actors of color the washington post film critic ann hornaday addressed the film's pervasive whiteness asking in her otherwise favorable review in hollywood must white always equal universal asked by the daily beast daily beast jenya mato to respond to the criticism level that the film's casting joel said it's an absolute absurd misunderstanding of how things get made to single out any particular story and say why aren't there this that or the other thing it's a fundamental misunderstanding of how stories are written so you have to start there and say you don't know what you're talking about you don't sit down and write a story and say i'm going to write a story that involves four black people three jews and a dog right Ooh, a dog nigga what <sighs> god damn white people what's wrong with y'all joel continue if you don't understand that you don't understand anything about how stories get written and you don't un- realize that the question you're asking is idiotic it's not an illegitimate thing to say there should be more diversity in an in, in industry but that's not what the question is about the question is about something else yeah and this is <laughs> this just goes back to what i was saying where everybody says they're for diversity but not in their shit right come on dog no, nothing that will require you changing anything about your vision is up for debate and and my thing is this there are people who write a story and say i want a black i'm going to every, i want black people this is based off of a black experience or a latino experience or lgbtq experience like it's based off of this and then i will grow from there right so it's one of those things where even if you write it colorblind, quote unquote, a lot of times black people who could fit the roles aren't even considered for the positions, even if they outperform and outact white people. Mm-hmm. So when that happens, what does that mean? They they just weren't good enough. They weren't good enough, okay. Every time, how, how can you not be good enough when you're not even fucking considered for the role? But yeah. but but nobody wants to say 
diversity i don't mind diversity for everybody else but not diversity for me yeah like i said when patricia arquette has to decide uh she she's she's good with diversity but when you say okay well then that means this role that you would like um you're not gonna be able to play it nobody wants to hear it then Nah, i'm not then no you know this this award that you feel you earned um you're not gonna be able to uh you're not gonna be able to just go up there and accept that award anymore are you still for diversity right like everybody's for diversity for their shit like if it's a a gay person right then it's like yeah yeah i want i want this gay you know gay diversity i'm I'm gay and white we need more opportunities for gay actors then you go okay cool well what about black people well well you know like if that means i might not win then no right that's not my concern i don't care Ethan concur adding it's important to tell the story you're telling in the right way which might involve black people or people of whatever heritage or ethnicity or it might not yeah well you know look at y'all's films it never does you know coen brothers don't make films that really involve black people most of the time you know it is what it is but like i said the idea that you would change them uh in their story to include black people is ridiculous in most of their minds and these are the people that chris rock is trying to make laugh you know it just speaks volumes about right because the way i see the world is the right way to see the world and the way i see the world is that versus is going to be so basically that's what you're telling me right yeah david gonzalez uh wrote this in new york times um um and i i, I would read the whole thing but one is kind of long too. um the main thing is that and this came up last night and then it's really an important point i'll read the last couple paragraphs or the last paragraph uh he interviewed what was her name sonia sonia gonzalez martinez okay and he interviewed her about you know diversity and being latino in hollywood and all this stuff you know um so she says um I'd boycott the Oscars because they're so boring. Boycotting them doesn't change institutions. We have to keep producing the content and find the people to champion it. I don't know where they are, but we're creating it, right? Mm-hmm. Oh, oh, never mind. They took the last paragraph out. Okay. Yeah, good. They should have. Um, yeah, at the end, it was like Latino directors will be too busy working to boycott or something like that. You know, like, like it's just this idea of like, we'll take the credit for any sweeping change that is made we'll take the credit we'll take the benefits of you pushing forward diversity in this area right but we're gonna talk shit about you the entire way and this happened on twitter last night too there were there were like other minorities that weren't black saying how the oscar so white was focusing too much on blackness and so was uh chris rock and it's like well first of all oscar so white doesn't have anything to do with just being black come on it's already inclusive and that's one thing that really really fucking frustrates me about when people come out and say things everybody has to to make it and put words and apply definitions that were not there oscar so white means if you're not white you be like okay i am behind this because my group is not represented either yeah the the point being 
of all that shit no matter what um you can support it and you could be retweeting it and you could be discussing these things you can't just put all the onus on black people to stomp for you too and everybody else right because you because nobody's stopping you Mm -mm. so you already are fucking up because nobody is saying well uh uh-uh we're not for we're just for black diversity and that's it nobody is saying that you know but but when someone brown gets on stage and they make uh um uh oscar speech because i think Inaratu won again nobody is tweeting then and going why aren't you talking about racism right that's cool that's just his award he earned that it has no reflection on anything else and there's nothing else for him to say you know it's so it's so fucked up man i think the hashtag uh not your mule was uh trending on twitter last night i know carnethia was um talking about it a lot but yeah man it was very much you know i saw our girl agent may from um ages of shield saying some stupid shit about how uh yeah chris rock had a big flaw because he didn't bring up racism against other people like what what are you talking about you got you got you have a platform as well yeah you know what i mean like you can't just put niggas to work for you and then like i said when it's time to opt into the 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 model minority myth they hop right into that shit and not to mention uh i saw najay larie say this in the same month where motherfuckers were marching for the killer uh of a kai girly come on dog because he was asian and they wanted him to tap into some white privilege and model minority privilege and not go to jail for killing a man that was unarmed and calling his union boss instead of fucking calling the paramedics and not doing any life-saving uh techniques no first aid to this man he died an innocent person dying in the hallway now you want to pull this shit black people get to work for us fuck out of here man god damn it uh jada pinkett smith uh made a good point she said that um oscar's so white uh well not that not directly she basically just said that the solution to oscar so white does imply that black people only vote black because <laughs> like well we just need to diversify who's in making the decisions and it's like you know black people still vote for white people shit right mm-hmm. like a lot of people getting upset but it's like yeah black people don't always vote for other black people nope you know they're just like every other movie goer they pick who they think is best they're just like life experiences are different you're trying to get different perspectives in the door that's what really matters but just this idea that well all the black people are just gonna vote for black shit not really right you know uh, i listen to people that review movies all the time and they black and no it's not always all the black movies are great all the white movies are bad that's mm-hmm. that's not really what happens it is not um <clears throat> but yeah she says i i think that's necessary but i'm also hoping that the academy understands that it's not just about having more black voters to give the connotation that black people need to uh black people vote black the academy as a whole we all need to as human beings get to know each other expand our education about everyone um so yeah let's see what else we got here i think we're almost done with these oh uh meryl streep said we're all africans really but it was kind of taken out of context um so i don't know i'm not gonna i don't feel like getting into it because i already know people said that it was taken out of context and that's why i'm glad i waited to talk about it 
<laughs> i would have covered it the first time but like this motherfucker but eh, it's been the month um i don't care about this article and i guess the uh, lat yes karen oh i don't know if you had anything about the numbers of the oscars the numbers of the oscars yeah the viewership they was oh yeah the ratings for the oscars right i, did, I thought you were gonna cover that i didn't know oh no 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 i wasn't even going to but you're right uh it went down Cause it was cause, like the lowest rated oscars in eight years in eight years mm-hmm. and it's so funny chris rock made the jokes the way that he wanted to make them right um i don't i feel like you know he made the jokes that he felt would appease the audience um every headline is basically blaming him every headline is saying like the chris rock hosted oscars it's the lowest in eight years not the fact that there was no diversity chris rock's return as host draws 34 million viewers in an eight-year low y'all thought he y'all thought him by himself was gonna draw all the niggas they 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 putting it they're putting it on chris rock that is a chris rock doesn't lift tv ratings for oscars oscar 2016 that's crazy i read an article that was saying that uh they've um statistically they said that the highest rate rated shows is when there were a lot of black and brown people nominated they said the year that 12 years of slave was was had won the awards was say was the highest they had seen in a very long time they were saying people don't want to admit it but it is a correlation between that they say when there's a lot of brown people and particularly black people they were saying that they get over 40 million views they say if, if when there are not a lot of brown people or one or two people nominated those numbers drop yeah. and and so our viewership matters so pe- people were not watching and it showed diversity drives dollars right you know 100 percent of the time people you know there's a reason guys of egypt ain't making no money come on dog you know? but y'all keep making these movies talking about i do the shit again yep <laughs> that's uh i guess it's almost fitting or not fitting but predictable that they blame it chris rock of course for the ratings oh my god that is so ridiculous to avoid the obvious the ratings are driven by the fact that so many people boycotted and didn't want to watch this shit right right and and the thing is they took the boycott as a motherfucking joke i seen so many people watching the flint stuff Mm-hmm. i've seen tons of people tweeting about the wood and watching other shit like people were doing other stuff and especially when the walking dead co- came on people just tapped out mm-hmm. and they want to act like that shit did not matter come on man it's obviously the boycott right trying to blame chris rock is so stupid it's so it's so it's so obviously transparent what they're doing they're just like don't don't admit that it's because because people realize this shit is fucking racist you gotta say it's it's not like anyone knows what chris rock's gonna talk about until the fucking grammy to the um oscars start right so it's not like people went i don't like these jokes and changed the channel nope that didn't like, happen it just what like people just weren't excited about fucking oh boy right and 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 what they did they increased the amount of black people handing out awards but we don't give a fuck about them handing out awards they weren't nominated so nobody so they're not gonna goddamn win i'm not gonna watch just to see you hand an award to somebody that's fucking dumb mm-hmm. <laughs> oh all right other news donald trump said that well he got endorsed by david duke 
and david duke is of course the kkk man mm-hmm. uh who everybody should know as kkk man i mean i feel like that's the only thing he's known for is <laughs> it's the one thing that uh has followed david duke through his whole career um as a white supremacist um and apparently donald trump said hey i don't know this guy i uh, never heard of him when people when he was asked about it directly none of this is true it's like hey you know he endorsed you and he basically went I, I don't know who that is i don't know anything about the kkk any of this shit and it's like you're gonna be president of the united states you have never heard of kkk you never heard of david duke well receipts uh nbc yeah. <laughs> went and found an interview of him on cnn where he was talking about david duke uh from 2000 i don't know anything about what you're even talking about with uh, white supremacy or white supremacists so i don't know i mean i don't know did, did he endorse me or what's going on because you know i know nothing about david duke i know nothing about white supremacists what do you see as the biggest problem with the reform party right now well you've got david duke just joined a bigot a racist a problem i mean this is not exactly the people you want in your party and I've always said, Matt, that I would run if I thought I could win, and in order to Not win... Not only the nomination, but the presidency. The whole thing. I don't want to get 20% of the vote, and I think I could, and I know I could get the nomination. I mean, New York wants me, Texas wants me, many of the states want me, and they're, you know, they're rather devastated because they don't like the alternatives. But I always said, and I said to you, if I could win the whole thing, you can only win the whole thing with a totally unified party. So, there you go. <clears throat> he absolutely knows who David Duke is. Of course. Um and uh he's not uh not ashamed of that vote. Getting that vote. He'll take it. I hear like Hillary, all the votes. Yep. Uh Raven Simone speaking of Trump said she'll move to Canada if any of the Republicans win the election. To which I say, hey, just to be sure. Just go ahead and move now and stay you know well just in case why wait uh i don't want them problems who canada don't want them problems and just put it up in nova scotia somewhere it's cool hold it hold it for us y'all um did you know the porn industry uses airbnb and rental houses for filming that makes sense how does that why does that make sense it's cheaper for them cheaper than what cheaper than them actually going and personally renting out somebody's home because mm. you know they probably had like individual contracts where they'd be like hey um we're going to do it here and the people you know they know like the certain homes they probably wrote especially in california maybe not some more not- it's an underground rental world Oops. x-rated filmmakers renting inexpensive sets Balls. in local neighborhoods okay maybe not so much in california since you know it kind of moved to miami but they and i picture the people charge them an arm and a leg to rent their houses out sure you can film porn here but y'all i don't think no there's no fucking way that the people who rent their houses out on airbnb go sure you can film porn here they have no idea that that shit is happening not porn not the not airbnb people the people that they used to use before I, oh they probably told them hey we're from in poem here so the people probably charged maybe, them maybe i don't know i don't even know I, if that I, happened oh, they probably I, just rent houses and be like we doing what we want to do here yeah because you think our every porn person yeah let's file the proper licenses so that we can get the 
um, zoning permits. My bad. Porn you watching? Maybe Adam and Eve does that shit, but not no normal ass porn. Ah! Porn that I'll be watching. Uh, here is a. I'm sorry, I have hacks. You know, I'm my bad, y'all. Here's a news report. Expensive sets in local neighborhoods, and homeowners have no clue. Tonight, for the first time, NBC4's Jenna Susco investigates shooting porn next door. There's not much we can show you from this pornographic film, not even its title. Christina Napik rented her house out on Airbnb to a man named Michael Lucas, never being told it would be used for this. She really. By the way, like like Japanese porn. I have to say. I find it hilarious that they made sure to find gay porn with guy, gay male porn. Cause you know, the, the undertones they're trying to go for there is like, they getting dirty, nasty, gay all over y'all stuff. Like it, like right. they couldn't just find like normal hetero porn nah. or, um, uh, I mean, heteronormative porn or like two women or something. It, they, mm-hmm. they wanted to find the porn that you had to blur the most stuff out of. Right. They, they, sh- like they, they show the parts where it's two like strong buff dudes kissing. They show they that part. To scare people. But then they blur out everything on the screen like, oh, it was getting gay all over your house. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh. To the windows, to the walls. <laughs> How you gonna wash all that gay over your sweat. house? the sweat falls off my balls <laughs> oh yeah dragging his great gay balls oh, across skeet, your oh, goddamn driving his gay balls across your bed that's what was happening look at that oh that's firm all over your pillowcases what right. you gonna do about that homeboy yeah <laughs> they was getting off right oh my god right i mean because when people rent the i mean nobody wants like a porn shot in their house but it's the thing like people do have sex in the house they rent but they don't have this type of sex well people are way more biased towards male um males gay sex anyway like yeah against it i mean they're way more biased against that like like it's like Ugh, i didn't it's like how dudes will be people will be like i just hate homosexuality i'm just not a fan and you look at a porn collection it's like they'll they'll jack off the two women kissing and fucking and shit that's fine lesbian porn is is all good but nah not two dudes that so it's it's definitely like they picked that on purpose right and they you know it's one of the things where they feel like it's too far because when you rent your house you go okay they say but you don't expect like a a fucking orgy with cameras and 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 like a catering crew in your house it's not the same well they also just didn't have to show um the clips of the porn in the news report right they clearly wanted you to be like oh no it's two dudes they definitely the news ain't slick man i see what y'all doing dog i see steroids they found a sex toy under one of the beds and then found photos of her house posted on social media embarrassed (laughs) she asked her attorneys to interview with us she feels violated she's correct in saying that it was that i didn't tell her that's michael lucas himself who says he's worked in adult film nearly 20 years. He says rentals are often used for porn shoots, but most of the time, we just never hear about it. It's very common. We filmed hundreds of films. Y'all not professional. Never did we run into this problem. It happens enough, attorney John Tyne says he's spoken with at least two others who have had porn filmed at their houses, but too mortified to come forward. This is not a altogether 
uncommon practice. Since LA's condom law went into effect, the porn industry has moved into neighboring counties like Ventura, which requires a permit for every porn production. Not getting a permit is a misdemeanor, and violators can be fined up to $1,000 and also face up to six months in jail. But the county says it's never prosecuted anyone. The county does tell us if Lucas had filled out this form, the owner could have learned about his intentions before he filmed there. He didn't disclose it. He knew that it wasn't okay or probably thought that it would not be okay, and he wanted to hide that purpose. Airbnb prohibits commercial filming without the consent of the host and agreed to pay NAPIC's cleaning fees. But she's concerned about the damage to her home's reputation, now suing Lucas for a cut of the profits from his films. Unless he's made to pay for doing this, it, he'll continue to do it. It's not the first time an Airbnb host has discovered his home used for something raunchy. It doesn't shock me at all that this would happen. New Yorker Ari Tiemann rented out his apartment in 2012, only to learn the renter was advertising a triple-X freak fest that night. You basically oh, said, oh, for, oh, shit. For a couple hundred bucks, I'll let it complete. Triple-X <laughs> freak fest. Right. He rented to some niggas, dog. Yeah. That was a <laughs> black one. The Triple X Freak Fest. <laughs> Into my place. Asked about filming in its rentals, Airbnb told us this is extremely rare, but wouldn't say exactly how often it happens. We have zero tolerance for this type of behavior in our community, and we have permanently banned these guests from Airbnb. Porn movie aside, Navic's attorneys say it's the homeowner's right to know what happens at their own home. The use wasn't revealed prior to the rental, and that's just not appropriate. A leading adult film industry group says the majority of porn productions happen in rental houses or sets, and said homeowners may not always be informed about it. Airbnb says when someone has a negative experience, they work quickly to make things right. Back to you. Yeah, so California law Ooh. truly provides three ways to break a gym contract. Stop. All right. Uh, but yeah, sounds like uh, yeah, because it's one of you, the uh, you go on Airbnb, you might be um, because I know also Airbnb, you know, you got to deal with racism, discrimination, all kinds of shit sometimes, but. Mm -hmm uh written out i didn't realize you had to deal with possible porn being filmed in your career me either but i would be mad about her too because this is not what i was expecting i just want to know who was jacking off to this and found it out right because it looked to be some gay porn so Th that was her husband did her husband tell her or a friend did they gotta have a conversation somebody told her because this is the thing i i don't blame her for suing because she's like hey my house was on this so if i ever try to sell my house i might have problems because they go oh your house is the porn house maybe you know i mean people definitely will consider that but i mean right. how would they find out unless they watch the porn right like oh so you watch the gay porn right and, and i mean so does that mean they use her furniture or what because i wonder how she knew it was her house they they said they they said they found like sex toys and shit up underneath the bed and shit like that stuff that she said that she didn't leave that. so it's like y'all didn't even have the courtesy to fucking clean up like but they left you some free sex toys you have to look don't look a gift horse in the mouth you don't know how those sex toys got there it's you're welcome put them in the dishwasher and no, now you got free sex toys especially if they're not yours because i guarantee like you said this probably happens more frequently than people are willing to admit but most people have the courtesy to goddamn clean up so the homeowner does not know mm yeah so for those of you doing this just just remember that you might have oils in your house you just ain't know yet but mom always said to pick up your trash pick up your toys pick them all up apparently for kids and adults mm -hmm. 
Uh, <laughs> I wonder if her husband told her. Somebody had to tell her because I was what she have known. Honey, like I, I have some news for you. Two things. I, One, I they filmed thing. some gay porn in our house. Okay. How'd you find out? Well, that's thing number two. Ah. Uh, that I need to tell you. Right. President Obama bans the U.S. imports of slave produced goods. So you know what that means. Prices. No more shrimp for me. Prices going up. The price of the shrimp brick just went up. Yeah, it did. Um, so yeah, he uh, basically said that, you know, people using child labor and slave labor, they got to chill, bro. It was getting out of control, bringing their little slavey ass shrimp over here and shit. <laughs> and people was buying them for the low low. Yeah, they was. He says this law shut slam shut an unconscionable and archaic loophole that forced oh President Barack Obama signed a bill Wednesday. Everything is trying to autoplay. It's a fish caught by slaves in Southeast Asia. Uh, and now, and Gold now mined by okay. children in Africa and garments <laughs> sewn by abused women in Bangladesh, closing a loophole in an 85-year-old tariff law that has failed to keep products of forced and child labor out of America. An expose by the Associated Press last year found that Thai companies shipped seafood to the U.S. that was caught and processed by trapped and enslaved workers. Man, that's wild. You know, can't even, can't even slave people no more. Now you gotta worry yeah. about the president. Ah. This president hurting the economy again. Thanks, Obama. Now my <laughs> shrimp taco is going to go up on two, Taco Tuesday. Thanks for freeing those slaves overseas, Obama. I'm now, sure Bernie Sanders would have done better. I know. Now instead of uh, uh, a dollar taco, it's going to be $3 a taco. Bernie Sanders said he'll do better with black voters who don't live in the deep south after losing South Carolina. So we all know black people. Black people down here show is dumb. Mm-hmm. I never heard of Master Sanders. Um <laughs> uh let's see what else happened. Uh you know what? Let's go to let's go to the games, man. I feel like we already played fucking with black people basically. Um uh, I think that's I think I think everything with the Oscars counts as fucking with black people. Everything. Alright, so we can go into some uh guess the race here. There's uh my guess the race music uh... now that it's time for some guess the race that's right it's guess the race time now that it's time for some guess the race that's right it's guess the race time that's right it's time for guess the race the number one gun show, game show going across all the podcasts and we read and play news articles from all over the globe and we ask our contestants today the chat room to guess the race and the chat room is racist all right um <clears throat> uh grandson arrested for allegedly shooting and decapitating grandparents in the oklahoma city home okay the home of the thunder hmm some thundering going on all right kevin durant and russell westbrook mm. and right now at six new details about a gruesome double murder happened at a home daycare the man you see there has been arrested for the murders he is the couple's grandson 
Police say he decapitated and shot them. News Channel 4 Sarah Stewart has the details first at 6. Sarah. Yeah, guys, this all happened right back here behind me at James and Sharon Reed's home. Police tell us Sharon's grandson then went to a neighbor asking him to call 911 and then stayed here until police arrived on scene. It just, just a shock. Sharon Reed's sister is still reeling from the news about how she and her husband were killed. Say the head was almost cut off and they were stabbed and then they were shot. And all of this allegedly at the hands of Sharon's grandson, Quentin Laster. This older picture shows Sharon with three of her grandsons. Quentin is the one in front in a blue shirt. And I really think, you know, he must have been high on something. Brenda Jackson says Laster has no history of mental illness, but does have a history of abusing drugs. She says it's why he got kicked out of his mom's house. The drugs is what he headed out with his mother on. He broke all the TVs in our house and, you know, just really acted up. Brenda says Laster was kicked out of another family member's house after that, before Sharon and James, or JR as family called him, took Laster in. Brenda says he'd been living with the couple for about two years with no trouble. She says everyone loved her sister and brother-in-law. If you went over, you had dinner, you know, you talked, you had a good time. It was a crushing blow because Jr. and Sharon, they're friends of ours. We talk, we talk frequently about fishing or about turkeys for Thanksgivings and stuff. They're just a really down-to-earth, absolute, perfect couple. Neighbors echoing the sentiment and also saying they never saw any signs of trouble at the home. Everyone now just trying to figure out why such a heinous crime would have occurred. And Sharon and James Reed ran an in-home daycare, daycare here at their house. Police tell us there were three children inside the home at the time of the crime. Sharon's sister tells us the oldest one was only three years old. But police say they were in a different part of the home when this happened, and they don't believe that the children saw anything. Last is in the Oklahoma County Jail facing two first-degree murder charges. Reporting live in Northwest Oklahoma. All right, guys. Guess the race of Quentin Laster. Um, grandparent killer. Mm-mm-mm. Uh, let's check the chat room. Ned Stark Jr. White, black and wild. <laughs> Chalky White, cracker tweaker, <laughs> snitched on himself and waited on the cops to arrive. White, white kid whose grandparents got angry and lost their heads. Oh, damn, that's cold. Uh, the correct answer is they were. Uh, he was a black kid. A bunch of you missed it. All right, calm down, crowd. Damn. <laughs> A driver admits to possessing possessing drugs and Instagramming during police chase. Oh shit. Mm-hmm. Living living dangerous uh let's see following over an hour pursuit a a texas police chase ended oh wait let me see if i can play it where's the volume for? oh that's right i turned the volume down give me a second everybody turn it back up okay now let's see if we can play it i'm done with it 
I'm, I'm done with people trying to take my freedom because I smoke weed. You drink. It's ten times worse. So what? why did you say they pulled you over again? Uh, I'm thinking because I was on my iPhone, my little iPad, and I changed the music. I don't know, though. They ain't, to they ain't told me. When they pulled you over the first time, why did, why did you just stop? Did you just decide you wanted to come down to Waco? Dude, I was trying to get to uh, San Antonio. I, t I don't know what the f roads I was on. Until they shot my car. I didn't know they was going to shoot at me. Damn, they're shooting at me. I ain't even got no gun. So what is something about having drugs? Huh? Did you have weed on you? Or yeah, I had weed on me. Yeah, I always got weed on me. Is that why you ran? Mm-hmm. I'm tired of getting arrested for weed. I'm tired of going to... I can't, I can't get a regular job ever anywhere because all my weed... You said earlier about the thrill of driving. Was that a thrill? The thrill was driving. It was definitely a thrill. You go fast in any car. Race car, track, here... It's fun anyway to me. I'm just an adrenaline junkie. So what was what was going through your mind as you're being chased by all those officers in a helicopter? I was Snapchatting. Just be real. I was Snapchatting. Snapchatting and Instagram. You put Snapchatting. on Snapchat and Instagram? We'll have to look up your What's Instagram. What's your Instagram? What's your Instagram? Uh, Loud Pharmacy. What's your name? John Davis. Spell it. J O N A T H A N. And your last name? D-A-V-I-S So what do you have to say I mean for all the people That are watching I mean why'd you do it I don't like police They don't uh, when, when I get pulled over they, There's no uh, Let me see your license Or registration Sir get out the car Yo Yo He just told the news All the crime mm -hmm. The whole crime Shit, they didn't even ask about he was telling them. Mm. What? Oh, uh, anyway, guess the race of, uh, the fuck is this motherfucker's name? Jonathan <laughs> Davis. That's right. <laughs> he told us his government name and spelled it even. In, in, in case you got it wrong. Still alive, Oscar winner, says Lauren. If you're not first, you're last, Ricky Bobby White. Jalen talking ish on them people sounds rebellious and white white kid who follows 50 cent on instagram too much things the police should show more respect the bonus that only a white man could possess whiter than the snapchat ghost mad <laughs> mad because dear season is over white whiter than a white walker on them thrones trying to complete complete those extra missions on grand theft auto 5 white the correct answer is y'all all got it white yo that's the whitest response i've ever seen to a crime mm -hmm. he just he confessed to the whole thing mm -hmm. oh i mean i got weed on me but you know y'all was i mean come on um all right let's go to the bonus round oh my god wow <laughs> Double the points and the race. Double the points and the race. That's right. Bonus round against the race. So far, everybody's all over the place, but they're time to go to the bonus round. So let's do it, guys. Can you guys do it? Are you getting nervous? Um, uh, let's see. I think I have to open this one up. I think there's a video with this uh a constituent accuses the mayor of having sex with his wife in the town meeting oh 
yeah it goes down in the dms it goes down in the dms it goes down in the dms goes down in the meetings way down spring valley new york somebody buy the woman you come to me this is my job to refer the person of the woman to the police i can't say go home if the police if the woman this is the mayor talking to i guess talking to the citizen who confronted him already? If somebody bought a woman, you come to me. This is my job to refer the person of the woman to the police. I can't say go home. If the, police, if the woman goes to the police, you are arrested as nothing to do with me, as the mayor. If you drop taxis, you see something, you need to call the police. Tell the police there's too many taxis. Mayor cannot stop people. I don't even know who drop taxis. Okay? Thank you. Anyone else? My name is Regino Alfred. I'm living in 20 Exton Lane on Monse. I'm here from like a family has a problem with this state means I deal He's trying to use the power to just get to my house. To just make my wife call the cops for me. Give me all the protection. So he said the mayor's uses power to get into my house and get to my family, my wife. What? He just tried to use the power from the village to using people. Just come to people's house, destroy my house, and destroy my family. And I have two daughters. It means I make my wife call the cops on me, give me all the protection. Any place I go, like Mayor de Meza tell me, I'm going to make your life miserable and things like that. But I'm not scared for the Meza because I have, I have law. He just trying to do so many things. He just get This is Spring Valley, New York. Um, but I guess both of these people have African accents, it seems. Yeah. And the constituent is saying the mayor went into his house and fucked his wife and used his power to get in the house a village trustee says uh you screwed his wife and you say you don't know him uh alfred did not provide any receipts so whether or not the mayor fucked his wife remains a question uh but apparently mayor delone is considered a a bad mayor in general uh, he's previously declared himself king of the village and vowed to discriminate against jewish land ah! developers and allegedly ordered village workers to install a generator at his girlfriend's house during a snowstorm uh so yeah guess the race of mayor uh mayor demiza delone see what they say in the chat room but uh yeah that is that is wild inside my house I have two daughters and I'm scared for Demeza. I don't want him to touch my daughter. And Demeza tried to do so many things. Any place I go, he just called my wife to call police on me. And I have 24 years with my wife, 12 years married. If Demeza didn't get inside my house, like I said, anything has happened to me, Demeza is responsible for everything. And I don't think people vote for nobody, like even trust whatever to destroy the the family they vote for people people oh man uh that's wild that's your only recourse does it go like let me go to this town hall meeting <laughs> hey man 
can you stop fucking my wife i mean come on dog uh the, the podcast uh the, the 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 chat room says this sounds like they're in the motherland these are some brothers black mayor and each city council meeting by asking who wants to have who wants to sex with humble <laughs> ah Aww. black tell the truth says lord <laughs> you had to cte um mermaid <laughs> cookie monster lol so i don't um let's see last king of new york black definitely from from the congo he has money wanting waiting for you if you send your bank account into info back hakeem the mayor oh. and his wife had netflix and chill watching beast of no nation black the correct answer is black all right man uh let's go ahead and do uh some sore ratchetness uh that's why you don't fuck your constituents wives a steuben county male man faces multiple charges including criminal possession of a weapon uh following a traffic stop saturday um ernest b van curen the third guess the race right uh chocoton uh was charged by the steuben county sheriff's office with fourth degree criminal possession of a weapon endangering the welfare of a child both misdemeanors Van Curen also was charged by the village of Chocotan, wait, Cohoctan Police Department with obstructing governmental administration and second degree aggravated unlicensed operation of uh, unexpected motor vehicle. Uh, he operated an unexpected vehicle six times while his license was suspended. Well, shit. He was driving dirty. I guess he was like tired of the police arresting him. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> police alleged that during the initial traffic stop, saturday by cohocton officer yank van curen became uncooperative refused in order to stay in his vehicle refused to identify himself created a safety concern for responding officers during the subsequent inventory of his vehicle police reported they found a illegal cane sword that was taken into evidence he also left his three-year-old son home unsupervised for almost an hour shit wow well, baby didn't kill herself yep all right guys we'll be back tomorrow tuesday hope you guys enjoy uh supergirl tonight and uh we'll talk to you guys then go to tweak audio use code tvgwt and make sure you guys get some uh 33 off some headphones get that free shipping get that lifetime guarantee all right until then i love you i love you too Mwah. Mwah.